possibly. Watching uh, watching some more uh, trailers of exclusive Apple TV Plus movies and TV shows. Yeah, a lot to say in the last episode. You couldn't stop, and now you got nothing to say. This is what happens when you try and talk to AI that's not fully formulated. Hi, and uh, welcome to another episode, bits and pieces. From the GAP, the Good Anime Palette Podcast. This is still Will. And uh, we got uh, Jason GPT over here. Has the program started running yet? Please update your firmware <laughs> to the latest version. Please also comply with the latest version of Norton Antivirus Protection Software. It's McAfee now. Thank you very much for your cooperation. We really do appreciate your ever- ongoing services now nah, i'm good bro let's talk about how ai is fucking shit up so if you've listened to episode 52 when we were doing our sort of review of um sort of online as well as the first half of part four jojo bizarre adventure diamonds unbreakable uh during the news section uh, we briefly discussed uh, a couple of articles regarding the usage of AI in anime, manga, as well as just general media production. And whilst we didn't really go that deep in it, we mainly did that because we wanted to go a bit more in depth uh, as a bit bits and pieces, a little sort of like off the cuff kind of discussion in terms of what the hell is AI? What, what does it have to do with anime and manga? And I'm, we're about to tell you, it's got a whole lot to do with it. Uh, and also what the implications of it are as well. So I think we will probably link the news stories that kind of we collected. Obviously, it's not a comprehensive list, but it's the the one or the, like the two or three that we got from my anime news net from not my anime news, anime news network that really spurred this kind of discussion between Will and I that we, th- we are thinking, hey, uh Probably not do a whole EP on it. Feels kind of weird doing an AD when we kind of rejigger things to make it more list or more, uh, you know, spoiler filled, uh, opinionated oriented. So let's just riff on it. Yeah, in a BP because like oh, it's BP fifteen or BP sixteen. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So essentially, in the last couple of months, ever since Microsoft came out and said that uh, they're going to be investing ten billion dollars into open. GL or OpenGL? No, OpenAI, um, for which you know does the framework for ChatGPT. Uh, every big tech company, uh, Google included, is now in an arms race to be able to create the most robust, the most highly advanced artificial intelligence, uh, and uh, it is terrifying because of how advanced it really is right now. Now, of course, uh, in the last couple of days, uh, Google did release their version of it, Bard, but it bombed so hard that it actually took out billions of their stock valuation. But, you know, things happen. So you know that Google's going to bounce back at some point. And to be fair, when recording this, which is like mid-February, I think this might be releasing, I think, almost a month and a half from now. And there could be a lot of new developments in this space. You know, right now, ChatGBT is kind of going like hog wild, which is both scary and crazy, cool and weird questions are starting to reemerge again. Yeah, it, there, there, it, it definitely depends on which side of the fence you're sitting on, except that in this case, there are a lot of fences because of the fact that this is such a like a, a big explosion in technological advancement that 
everyone is like super excited about it, but there is also a lot of people that are very cautious about what it means to have such advanced AI running in society now. Right. So we're just going to give you a very broad, without a lot of research to be fair, but please, this was kind of spur of the moment type. That's the whole point of bits and pieces to give you our take on how this might influence or how it can influence the anime and manga industry. And obviously, we might veer off course or off topic a little bit, but it is definitely going to be within the use of AI or technology and how that has both can be assisting and complementing current anime and manga trends, as well as probably prohibiting or even some ways eliminating certain things that we do today for anime and manga. So take what we say with a grain of salt. Unfortunately, we do not have a lot of evidence prepared because that's not the point of it. But let's talk briefly about the news stories. How about, Will, that it really spurred this whole thing together? Yeah, so you brought out three news articles, all AI-related, all manga and anime-related. One which is a bit more, like, loosely connected to anime, but it's, it's voice acting. And, you know, so there's still a lot of connectivity there. Uh, one of the articles was which was uh, posted by Gizmodo. Uh, where voice actors are having their voices stolen by AI. This is a lot of prominent uh, Western voice actors, English voice actors and actresses uh, that have unfortunately just been shafted because, you know, whilst they signed the rights to use their voices in certain things, uh, they didn't realize that it also meant that eventually there's going to be a virtual version, an artificially powered version of their voices that would be used uh, for upcoming projects. Uh, another one, which was uh, actually an, a- an AI uh, anime um, made according to Netflix, uh, Boy and Dog, uh, where a lot of the background textures and animations were done by artificial intelligence. Um, but the, the the studio decided to credit uh, the artist, the AI artist, as human. And then the last one, which actually was posted back in the beginning of January, uh, Shinchosha had published an AI-drawn manga. So voice acting, anime production, manga production, and writing, AI has already infiltrated in this particular sphere of anime and manga. And it is just the beginning. Now... I think what a lot of people will say right away is it has even gone even earlier because there's all of these middleware kind of programs, whether it is touching up the background or replicating, duplicating animation frames and whatnot, streamlining things so that a lot of the grunt work that you have to be painstakingly render, we're not even talking about drawing by hand at that point, just rendering it. It just takes fucking forever, and to have it basically be done by an AI really makes things, keeps the budget down, theoretically, because you're not technically paying another person, which is going to be a main uh, area of discussion within this BP, but make things more efficient and then have the more complex, complicated tasks done by people who are more, you know, wanting to do more creative work or more artistically complex work so it's always there Hatsune Miku I think I mentioned even in that episode is a vocaloid so using a like a like a what's it called vocal software uh, what, what is it really called vocaloid like it, a, it's just it's just um 
how do you describe it? Anyways, continue your train of thought. It's an me. audio program that basically creates a voice that allows you know you to make music as well and complements uh, it. With AI music. based technology support musical expressiveness uh, from all perspectives. So not just in terms of spoken lyrics, but also in terms of energy, emotion. Uh, all of that stuff can be conveyed through the very very complex neural network of voice-based artificial intelligence. Now, if you also, you know, factor in right now, ChatGBT is the new hotness. And then you also factor in, obviously, since like at least a couple of years ago, the fact that AI can write very, albeit dry and copy-paste kind of articles that are just informative and no commentary. But the fact that an AI can really do that, you know, machine learning, deep learning, all that is kind of a very a complex, intricate, and massive subject. So Will and I is just going to give you a very small snippet and a very amateurish perspective, but we'll try our best, right? From an anime and manga perspective. So the Shinchosha produced, uh, I mean published uh, manga uh, is a cyberpunk-esque uh, series called, it, um, uh, it's called, I don't think it has a name yet, does it? I'm not sure. Oh, it but- does, it does. It's called a Cyberpunk Momotaro. It Would, looks really pretty, and it's it's based on that old age story of you know Peach Boy Momotaro, right? Uh, uh, by the river, right? And then they exactly. they can't they never had a kid, and then they get a peach down the river, and they open it, boom. Kid. So as a as a very gen, a general synopsis, uh, the story is the reimagining of the legend Momotaro called Peach John in the manga, uh, an old couple who runs a strip club in Neo Okayama discovers an unconscious boy at their doorstep. The boy is an amnesiac but has locked data from quote, KBY at his hip. It is Peach John's destiny to fight against formidable foes. Now, this is not written by the creator, uh, Rockport, uh, Rootport, sorry, uh, and uh, the art wasn't drawn by anybody. Instead, uh, the manga creator had inserted a bunch of prompts using mid-journey AI, uh, artificial intelligence software, to essentially assemble and edit the output of this very cohesive science fiction tale. Um, he, there, there's even like behind the scenes like snippets on like Twitter, on YouTube, in terms of how this was all put together, how the AI was used, and a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff. Um, so, I am not well-versed in computer programming or AI. So I can only give you a perspective from someone that is not that invested or knows a lot about that kind of industry. Will, what is sort of your general knowledge in this kind of area? Well, if we look at, look at ChatGPT, for example, right? So it is, a, uh, of course, like a word-based, like a, a chatbot, essentially, where you basically ask it several questions, and the chatbot, which is ChatGPT, would be able to regurgitate uh, a cohesive answer to whatever your question may be. So you could be, for example, just asking simple stuff as, what's one plus one? Uh, could you, you know, explain the quadratic formula? Could you talk about um, the, you know, periodic table? Blah, 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 blah. Or all the way to give pitch me the plot synopsis for this popular sequel anime or whatever or film and yeah. then it just regurgitates something out it could even be as far as say uh what does you know abc presidential candidates like chances of actually becoming president or becoming prime minister or whatever and then it would 
give you an answer to the best of its ability. And how it gets those answers is it essentially scrapes the internet of all publicly accessible information and puts it all together to be able to create an answer that fits, you know, what you're trying to look for. So it it's might not, not yeah. be accurate. It might not be correct, but it should be in principle somewhat cohesive that it's believable. That it's believable. Of course, you may not believe the thing that is being written, but it might be believable in the sense that, oh, this makes grammatical sense. It has a flow, and it is technically ask, answering the question that I posed for it, right? So, And don't forget as well, this isn't like technology that just sprung out of nowhere. No, like AI technology, especially when it comes to using chatbots, especially when it comes to machines, Internet of Things, everything within a technical ecosystem has been running for decades. I mean, if you go onto a website and then all of a sudden a, a customer service kind of program pops up in the lower right-hand corner, perfectly legal and it's legit as in it's not trying to scam you, and they ask, oh, how may I help you? More often times than not, in fact, almost I would guess all of the time, it's a bot. And then until a certain point, when it goes down a certain kind of fork, you know, condition route, it's like, oh, okay, then I need, I, I, uh, I need to contact like a, an actual human being. Exactly. So if it like, for example, when you input something, you input data, right? Um, the script of an AI would essentially then condense the variables that you input in there, and so. It's based on conditionals. If something, then. If not, then. And then it'll produce a result for you based on what variables it found in your question, in your input, or whatever you put into this this AI bot. Now, we're not trying to go that deep into how AI works because neither of us are at that level. But I, we are trying to give you a very, very rudimentary and fundamental understanding, at least where we're coming from, and trying to translate that to uh, anime and manga. So I think one of the things, as I mentioned earlier, the in-between animations are one of the things that is definitely done, can be done, and probably has been done by AI that definitely cuts down a lot of the processing and work time that a manual human being needs to do. Yeah, I mean, for example, like um, like web design. Our website's built on Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. We do pay you, but still. But before that, like you actually had to use HTML, HTML, CSS. JavaScript. Do you remember Dreamweaver? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you had, to, and it wasn't just using JavaScript. It wasn't just vanilla. You also had to use different frameworks like Angular, like Vue, like Node to be able to interact with not just what's on the screen, but also what's happening in the back end. So you then need to use back end programming to be able to access and store data in which you retrieve information from. So how does that kind of translate from at least? an animation standpoint, right, in terms of in-between animation. So a way that I think, and, th and there I have no verification here, but that's this is just my theory, is that you show several frames of static image, and somehow the software makes all the in-between animations by associating it with these static prompts, like storyboarding almost, if you will, except probably have to be more intricately laced rather than general broad scenes. Um, I think another thing that you can do is like, oh, probably, oh, this person has 
pink colored hair. So and it probably has a very distinct hair shape or style. Yeah. And every time you see that shape, just color it in pink. It's that kind of a prompt or programming, like if X, then Y, or if not Y, then what, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That is just very executable. And it's something that, to be honest, is very dry for a human being to spend time on. It is probably very important in the grand scheme of things. Coloring is a huge factor. But some you can't deny that sometimes it's just really, really tedious. Yeah. And I understand as well, right? Like in terms of being able to remove like the monkey work in the same way where it's if it's coding, there's monkey coding where you're just basically copying one thing to another and just building the most basic framework. AI w- removes that. So then immediately AI is already like a step above what like monkey coding, monkey artwork would be. Right. Now, does yeah. that mean that like it's a good thing? Yeah, it is. Well, right now, it I think universally in general, it's a good thing. Now, you could say then you're technically robbing someone of the opportunity yeah. to kind of do the grunt work, like, therefore about, learn like, how to draw. Think about all the background artists that actually have been hired and like required to do this shit. What happens to their jobs? Yes, absolutely. And I think that is going to be a common kind of concern or argument that you will hear throughout this BP. But I think conventionally speaking, you can at least advocate that it there is a lot of pluses to be had, of course, from the get-go, you might be replacing someone's actual job. Yeah, it's always the, oh, they're going to take our jobs kind of thing, right? Right. Like, but at the same time, it's also like us humans, we also have one thing that AI may or may not have right now, which is adaptability. We essentially adapt to a new situation where, oh, I guess we don't need to do this shit anymore. We're not required to do that. Why don't we then focus our efforts in doing other stuff, so which is a lot more enjoyable, a lot more effective, and that AI isn't able to do at this current stage? At this current stage being the very important phrasing here. So I think a recent kind of cause of concern or subject of debate now due to ChatGBT and a bunch of other things is, well, okay, the dry, tedious monkey work, monkey code, the grunt work can be done fine. But what happens when it starts encroaching on something that is more akin to human and less attached to something that is mechanic, machine, very, you know, zeros and ones? What like, happens like, when it's creative-based? Like right? writing a creative script. Or drawing its own style. Or mimicking someone's voice, which is subjective because someone's voice, your voice and my voice, will is always different. And sometimes even within like bad days, good days, when we're sick or not, has different tones, cadence, variations, and pitches, right? Certain people that we know, like Kanahana, and we don't actually personally know Kanahana, her voice is recognizable. There are certain uh, seiyus that we know, voice actors and actresses that are just, when we hear it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that person's voice, or he or she did this previous work, like, like. Fully, fully recognizable. You hear a Ken Suda, you know damn well that's a Ken Suda. But what happens when the voice that you hear is of that ilk, of that kind, but then, and it's supposed to be that person, but is actually physically not that person. That person did not give consent, which goes into one of our anime news stories. I think the main crux of the worry, I guess, a lot of people have broadly speaking, is when AI, something that is machine-oriented, 
starts to do things that we originally thought was only possible by humans, and that's mainly things that involve creativity. It's starting to blend that whole, like, is this machine, is this human paradox, where you you watch something, and you enjoy it, but then you find out that the whole story was written by a robot, the artwork was done by a robot, the voice acting was done by a robot. No, but Will, the prompt was not done by a robot. Yeah, that's, you know... Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, right. You look at... I mean, like, we just talked about, like, Cyberpunk Momotaro, where a whole manga was written using mind, a mid-journey AI. And that also brings in another weirder question, which is rights, freedom, monetary gain, all this kind of, like, dystopian, cyberpunk, futuristic, what-the-fuck-is-going-on type it's, it's shit. Actu- it's actually, like, very on point that they created a cyberpunk manga And I think AI. it was done on purpose, to be honest. But, yeah, yeah, that really is it. And, Will, what is your kind of... Well, imagine, like, you're the CEO of Shoisha, right? I come to you, I've got a script... Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Where's your business card? <laughs> I hand it over to you. Two hands. Two right, hands. Right, there you right, go. Right, Thank you. Bow, right? bow, bow, uh, there you go. So, and then I hand you a script. I'm working on this uh, this new uh, manga, right? What's it called, Will? Uh, it's, it, it's called uh, Cats, but with a Z. Bro. Right? But it's based on the musical, but it's set in feudal Japan outside of an imperial palace. Uh, and instead of being set in Paris or wherever the fuck Cats is based, it's based in uh, Morioka in uh, northern Japan. Uh, and uh, it, But the cats themselves uh, are, are, you know, Cat human. girls? Yeah. Cat girls. They're, ne- they're, they're Neko-chans, right? Oh, bro. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So... And then you, I go into like how the story is this and all that. And the, oh, that's wonderful! You wrote all this by yourself? Uh, no, I actually you know used um, uh, uh, Otaku AI to to write this whole script. Uh, even the artwork actually was done by um, you know the the Weeaboo GPT. You know, like okay, so where was your input in this? And that's like I think the problem is 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 very evident there, right? No, like, no, but really, what I would say is. Uh, Will, clearly you didn't write it because Kimono Friends is already out. So you clearly stole that idea. But I understand what I you're trying to say. I Kimono Friends. So, so, okay, so it is true, right? Okay, so what if you created the program and you kind of own the program, but so then when it produces work and it kind of can churn it out at whatever pace, you can say, okay, well, this, the quality usually sucks, Right. I'm not denying that. There is a chance that, though, if you do this, it's sort of like, you know, Will, you've heard of the saying, like, if you grab all the monkeys, put them in a room and a typewriter and just have them go at it at a certain point, they will write Romeo and Juliet. Like, because just by sheer chance, even though it's infinitely small, it will happen eventually just due to chance. So meaning, like, if you get a thousand scripts, maybe you need to touch up some of them or... Or, or touch up all of them in terms of making it flow better. But you have done, it has done a lot of the work such that there may be ideas or things that they have thought of by scrounging the public records or, you know, public domain. And then you just, you know, take it the rest of the 20% and then make bank. I mean, how many times have we seen scripts where it's just shit? 
I mean, or also in the case of, for example, like ghostwriting, right? Like yeah. you, you have singers who don't sing their own lyrics. The lyrics were written by someone else or there was a book that was published, but that book was under a pen name and that pen name actually belongs to someone else. But, you know, you never know who they are. But now, rather than a person, it's like a program. And that is kind of the main area of concern. Yeah. Because machines, minus they needing power input or prompts maybe they can run fucking forever almost and also think about it this way from like a business perspective as well right like oh all of a sudden like we have this very powerful text-based G- uh, uh, ai that can put out scripts and can also turn those into voice uh, wait voices what what are their wages it's it's a computer program, dude. It, it, we, we, it's just the computer. It is it, it that houses it that requires we can, right. We can, we can learn about the AI and then we can build it in house. Oh, then, so yeah. we don't have to pay like six hundred thousand dollars for this anime production or for this scriptwriter, like however much money, because he's a famous uh he or she's a famous scriptwriter. We can just put it in a computer. Yeah, have it all off of the <laughs> you know an, an offsite data storage and just basically pump out scripts. Every fucking day, we don't ever need to get another manga cut in. We don't ever need an illustrator. We don't need animators. We don't need voice actors. We don't need. Anymore. We don't need someone to do the tones. No, the the AI is so advanced; it already has you know ninety nine percent of every inflection of a person's voice. Oh no, I meant like a manga toning. Like oh the, no, no, no! It will, it will also be so advanced that it can literally mimic a person's style of art. Down to a T. I mean, dude, there's people who are like, uh, draw me a cow, but in the style of Van Gogh, and it looks Van Gogh-esque. I think maybe one of the first BPs that we recorded was about something that is generic. And uh, I believe that a lot of shit nowadays is generic. I think by nature and by the way that media works, that's just going to happen. Some people just like the same stuff that they are used to and they enjoy. No problem. But then by being generic by default means you're not seeking something that is wholly original or maybe it has now been to a point where the OG original one that did it is age is eons back. So in principle, if you like something that is generic or you like a harem or you like whatever, what is to say that you can't be fooled or even like a show that is either designed as in the characters get designed written as in the script or even the voice acting yeah right like this is all speculation and like pie in the sky but the pie is like not as high in the sky as we think what's terrifying as well is that like with the level of ai now it's become so powerful that average humans aren't able to discern what's human touch and just straight up AI. Like, okay, um, there was a period of time when ChatGBT was like the most searched thing. AI is the most searched thing. And so all these tech YouTubers started doing their videos, like one video where they did an intro and then after five minutes, they say, and that intro was all written by ChatGBT or written by some AI machine. There was, a, there was another like tech influencer, I forgot what his name was, but he posted on Twitter his top five tips to productivity. And it was his most liked uh, post. Had like 
seven million retweets and likes and all that. And then a week later, he came out and said, "I didn't write that. The thing was written by ChatGPT. I just put it up there just to see like some sort of like human thought experiment." That, that that's, thanks for the money, though. By the way, yeah, but that's that's the scary thing too, where it's like it's. It's prone to misinformation. It's prone to people being led to think that this is original content or just purely creative. And it turns out, no, this is all actually just an amalgamation of a bunch of code that was created to make it so that you, you know, have affinity to it. You like it, and therefore you like it. Subscribe to it. So, from an anime and manga perspective, I think one of the things that will stand out the most is uh, artistic style. I think that is something that is very hard to do as like your one-off. Obviously, when AI, they where you extract from your source, your database, if that is extensive, like let's say, mm, you know, a certain jump that occurs on a weekly basis has a lot of, you know, images in their database that they own, IPs that they own. Isn't it possible then that if they were to update like take from that the well of um you know knowledge of you know manga stories or character design that you can't just combine you know a plus b plus c plus d and then take this d uh f and then that take this d these nuts (laughs) these nuts or just ask samir all the time right yeah do you know who samir is no samir these nuts Okay, the point is, though, where it stems from has to come from an area of creativity first. As it's as I am aware, there is no AI that has wholly created something from scratch without a prompt, without any input from any external or public or private database or, like, knowledge well to make something that has never been done or seen before. Now, that can very much change. But the first thing is that if you don't have a source, you don't have the sauce, then you can't get the AI running. And unfortunately, though, we have a shit ton of sauce all over the place, even if you consider anime and manga. Yeah, the internet is a very, very vast database of sources, if you haven't already figured that out. And that's what AI is planning to exploit, being able to access all this information, all this data, to be able to create something that is almost unique. I mean, shit. Like there oh, was, no. It, it might be hard. No, it might be quote-unquote unique. It actually is an amalgamation of like 5,000 different yeah. things. But good luck trying to figure out which of those 5,000 things are and which part from which. Like it's just impossible at exactly. that point, like humanly speaking. I mean like we've seen a lot of like anime originals and we've read like – okay, manga is original, right? But how many times have we read or watched something that you're like, I've seen this before. This existed somewhere else. And that's that just is the extent of human history. Like something has been done over the last several centuries. I mean, I'm spitballing here, Will, but what is to say that you give me a light novel that is mainly text-based and then I feed it into an AI to make the manga adaptation? I mean, 
it can be done easily. I mean, like, you would have to give it several more prompts. Like, would, right? You, you, do you want to do it uh, in the style of you know Araki? Do you want to do this in the style? Uh, or uh, let's say you want to write a story. You want to write a story about. Uh, oh, tell me a story about like some some princess that was locked in the castle, but write it in the style of Nishio. Then they would do it. Imagine I mean, there was someone that posted um, on on Instagram that it was like Pokemon, but drawn in the style of Ghibli, and it looked fantastic. But I didn't see any art credits. I don't know who posted it. I don't know who drew it. I can't confirm whether it was done by AI or not. And that's like the the the, the, the scary thing where. I could look at something that looks so beautiful and so "quote unquote" real that I, at this point, can't tell if something was actually written or drawn by a human being, or someone was so creative with their prompts that they just used some AI bot and they gained the system in a way. I think one of the things that is possible that is actually a huge plus is when assuming that, for example. Uh, AIs like ChatGPT is free and open access, right? And let's say you manage to make a prompt so intricate or AI has been so intricate to the point where it creates a whole episode of anime, right? That, again, if we assume that no one takes credit for it or they say, oh, it's open source, which, I mean, the whole point of ChatGPT and all of this is that if it's open source, then there really isn't anyone to gain monetarily from it as much as maybe the creator's acknowledgement, right? So think about the chokehold that maybe corporations have, that a lot of these large companies take advantage of human beings, fellow human beings, taking advantage of other fellow human beings because they have the the odds stacked against them. I think like... What happens when they produce something that is just as popular as something on Weekly Shonen Jump or an adaptation that is just as popular as Jujutsu Kaisen, for example. Yeah. I mean, on like, what extreme imagine, like, okay, like, X publishing studio decides that they're just going to roll out every single future release of a manga that is just written by AI. On one hand, okay, great. You got a fuck ton of sources to work with. You're going to be building a lot of shit to be able to create good stories. And, it you know, the cost of where you know labor is going to be minimal but on the other hand as well as as much as people like reading this shit i think people will start coming to terms with the fact that like okay i'm enjoying this but where's the creativity behind it where is like the part where i get to actually thank somebody who created this and it turns out that this is all just ai prompt this is all just built using a engine that regurgitates old scripts, old prose to create something that inadvertently I will like, but I know that it wasn't made by a human. And in, in, in that sense, then this is like, is this real? Is this fake? To be honest, I don't really think I am too bothered at the moment. Obviously, like my opinion can change when something really massive or drastic happens. I don't think the problem of if a human being is the creator of not of a work minus certain conditions if you steal someone's voice, for example, like their pitch and their tone and inflection such that it's essentially that's what you're doing. 
you're just saying that, oh, I'm using a program, but really you're using someone's voice with that certain parameter to make it so that you're trying to pretend to be this person. That's fucked up. That's fraud. That's identity theft and all that stuff, right? And I think at that point, you deserve all the punishment that there is. The issue becomes, for me, like, is there some way to level the more playing field in terms of the consumer creators and the people that holds the rights? I think ultimately that's the issue. Well, that's I think that's where like you have the other camp where it's like they are pro AI, where they are just not seeing it as AI is going to wipe out all forms of creativity, is going to be stealing jobs and whatnot, but rather AI is an ally and that we can use it to implement into our everyday lives and, you know, from a business perspective, be able to help streamline certain lines of business uh, so that, one, you keep costs low, but you also maintain high productivity and not many people have to lose their jobs. So it's... I mean, isn't it, it possible that, for example, I... My job as a curator of shows to watch even though they're all created by ai because sometimes a lot of ais they can create works at least it currently is create a lot of works that could be utter trash some could be fantastic right but maybe as a fellow human being to another my job is to curate all this so then i could give you the hottest like chat gbt prompts or the hottest ai created works so then you don't have to subscribe to Netflix or Crunchyroll. You might pay me a little bit to get you what you want, but you get good shit and word of mouth travels, you know, things like that where it becomes kind of like the – I feel like the power shift is very possible. It could just very much not be possible, but I feel like that's one of those things that the – the curation and regulation as well, like laws, as well as just what to do with the product that comes out is th- another thing entirely that would be new. Uh, actually, you know, following that then, I think that, and this is probably something that's quite predictable, um, I wager that in the future there's going to be an AI platform that people can subscribe to, that they can feed their own prompts into and just create their own manga for their own consumption create their own anime to watch for their own consumption. Yeah. That's that's essentially the next logical step in terms of like wanting to utilize an AI engine for the consumer where they don't need to rely on big major corporations to well there might be one that's funding it and all. Like for example like uh Jump. Let's say let's say Shueisha creates it and says, you know, if you pay us, you know, $10 a month, you could, you know, feed five scripts into an AI bot and you get to read five of your own generated manga to your liking and then the next five, the next month you can do another five do another five right but, but then, who but, owns but, the rights to but, those but then they'll have it in the, their bylaws where it's like anything created from these prompts will be retained within the databases of shoeisha and therefore are not for you know public use they're not for sale they're not for whatever i'm sure that they'll have like lawyers that would be attuned with what ai has in terms of affecting businesses on a consumer level and have that written into their into the platform I, I i guarantee that because it would be crazy for them to not try and monetize it but also safeguard potential ip theft even though the whole ip theft thing is a big question mark when it comes to talking about ai right i think there's also a very good chance that rather than having x number of animation studios in existence per you know fiscal year creating certain x amount of shows 
per anime season, it's going to be more like each year has like 6,000 animes out and you're going to have to suss out which ones are the ones to watch for and which ones are not because when your output is can be exponentially increased, there's only two situations. You either obviously output so much that you oversaturate the market or then you re-divert your resources to make each product that comes out fucking god tier s tier such that even a a budgetary a budget studio with minimal budget can still probably achieve like a tier god tier animation coloring quality and so on and so forth right yeah it's possible yeah and to be fair i think like this is just like the natural progression of the world that we live in where things become automated i mean think about like, like this is like a rather obscure kind of comparison but like chess pieces right if you buy chess pieces most of the time you're buying something that's made out of a machine right it has the, the files already in there and it would just basically 3d model printed out or it will just be molded out in plastic and then shipped out mass reduced done but then there's also like a very small and albeit unfortunately dying out like group of people who actually enjoy the craft of making hand wood like wood uh, uh woodcrafted handmade like artisan pieces. Yeah. yeah and those ones like I, to this day like big the biggest chess uh uh organizations in the world still use those pieces for competitions and therefore like those pieces that go on sale are a lot higher in terms of price compared to and sometimes quality right. it's, as it's well. like something like people buying american products made in the usa as opposed to made elsewhere right i do mean you, do you feel that the consumer would then be able to differentiate or at least apply a different set of values based on an ai generated anime or generated let's say an ai generated manga versus one that was written and drawn by a human do you think that there would be a difference in value between the two at least in the general consumer's eye in my opinion, not right now, but absolutely in the future. Just like how there will be people that advocate for pro-AI, there will be people that are anti-AI, and there are people, and I would assume a lot of people, being somewhere in the middle where having some is good, having a lot is bad. And uh, I obviously I'm very being very middle of the road, but that's because this topic is so deep and the future is so uncertain, right? The AI world right now is still very much in its infancy. We went from having to physically draw each panel, each frame, so it's like 30 per second times how many minutes of show to now doing it all on the computer to now not sometimes being able to recognize if something is written or drawn by an AI or not. That literally happened within the span of, like, our parents' lifetime, right? And I think the values would be shifted. I think just like, you know, look at Ghost in the Shell. That kind of dystopian cyberpunk, right? I mean, it, it, it is on point to reference Ghost in the Shell for this particular thing because, goddamn, that is, like, the merge between what's human, what's robot, like, look no further than kids. Yeah, and even though they don't really go too much into it, and it's kind of hard to. It's, it's more philosophical. It is philosophical. Is, yeah. The people then, their values shift because certain things just aren't an issue no more, and, or certain things 
that weren't an issue is now hella, hell of an issue. It's sort of like for, at least for us, when we create an episode of uh, the Good Anime Pal podcast, which thank you for guys for listening. And just to be clear, none of our episodes were written by a, an AI bot. Our voices have not been vocaloided. Listen, I'm only a cyborg and only my mind is made out of machinery. Everything else is wholly, purely human. Right? Prove it. <laughs> Do you want me to strip, Will? It's, I mean, it's just you and me. It's fine. I'll close the window, the curtains. No, I want everyone to see this glorious thing. Sure. Okay. No, but they... No, no, okay, it, but... It, it's, 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 it's that line of, like... It's 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 not so much uncanny valley because that's a whole different thing. It's more just like, where is this future going to take us in terms of the utilization of AI, specifically within anime and manga? I think the issue is when it goes out there, just like the Good Anime Pal podcast. When you when we put our episodes out there, it's in public, right? Anyone can watch it, listen to it, whatever. Actually, they can't watch it yet. Yeah. But the point is you can't take it back unless you could delete every single record of it ever, which is like essentially impossible. There's no way you can do that. So what do you do in that situation? You then, A, try to protect yourself with laws and rules and regulations, which is like only useful beyond a certain point. But then at that point, essentially the playing field is leveled. There will be no animation studios potentially there will be no large suasha conglomerate instead what you do is it's kind of like the word on the street is this manga's dope you get it from this website you pay that creator directly and whether it is ai or not is up to the consumer's choice at that point what do they care right right we used to live in a time when the internet did not exist will we used and before that people had to if you go back far back, people had to literally hunt for food in order to survive. So when you have food readily available in your supermarkets and grocery stores. Delivered to your door. Delivered to your door nonetheless. All you do is pay money, fiat currency nonetheless. Yeah. But I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it is paper money. But the point is um, your sh- priorities shift. I don't need to worry about shelter anymore or food anymore. I worry about my entertainment. And most of the time when it comes to worrying about entertainment, it's instant gratification. Like when you think about – like ethics doesn't really play an effect into this anymore. It's, just, it's it's in the same way where it's like fashion, right? Like you think about all the controversies that come into, you know, like working conditions of making clothes or iPhones or whatnot. Like a lot of times people are aware of it, but – Unfortunately, they like to click them screens and buttons and that's it. It's not our place to unfortunately care. That's generally it. And even if we do care, there's only so much you can probably do to change it. And maybe you can never change it unless if there's a massive shift. So I know we are not talking a lot about anime and manga itself, but I hope at least we can uh, you can appreciate that the effect that it can possibly have, right? So, okay, maybe animators, the amount of roles that get cut down is less. Like, I mean, it gets cut down so that it becomes way fewer, right? Voice actors and actresses are a little more worried about how their voices are used or if they're even going to have jobs because 
what happens if they get forced into signing a contract that they literally sell the rights to their voice and the company can just freeze it whenever the fuck they want? But I think when we get to that point in that future when it becomes very synonymous or ubiquitous, maybe being a voice actor or actress is like, what? Is that even a thing anymore? I yeah. can just, I can just like put some numbers in some AI Vocaloid machine and they'll spit out the pitch and tone and frequency and there I go. What well, the, in why, a way, it, why are you worried about this well, guy? In a way, it, it, it's also like image rights, right? Like yeah. if, if, for example, like a, a, a basketball player gets NFTs. their... NFTs. Yeah, it's like you go in there and it's like, oh, I'm going to you know, get my face on these posters. I'm going to do this magazine cover. But because you're using my rights, you have to pay a certain fee or you have to attribute a certain amount of capital to be able to you know, access those rights. I think like what you were saying in terms of like, you know, since AI is so like raw right now and like not fully immersed into the mainstream that when it does get to that point that we would have an infrastructure in place that regulates it, that has the right bylaws and protections for people to not be abused by AI. Now, how long that would take is unfortunately an answer that nobody can answer because Technology is fucking terrifying. And Will, it moves at like a crazy speed. Earlier, you said that one of the most unique things is that the human beings are known for adaptability. I think that very much is very succinct and accurate, even for the future. Uh, obviously, we don't know what the future holds. Is it scary? Is it daunting? Very much so. But we will work our way around it. Either either that or we all die out by, like, cat girl with butt lasers or some shit. They're going to start making those robots, right? Robot Neko-chans with butt lasers. I mean, just think about the anime taste back then and the anime taste nowadays has shifted in such a big degree. I mean, we were talking about isekais with Sword Art Online. And now escapism is so much a thing nowadays that everyone is okay with that. Or everyone just wants that same generic stuff and by the way going back on that i just remembered something which was in my opinion generic things are good not great not fantastic just good they work they work that's why they're called generic but i think when you get to a certain point the human being because they're emotional beings and they're not actually machines they can't watch the same generic shit to infinity and then they eventually want to seek something else. They want to seek something more, maybe. Or they want to seek just a completely different genre or whatnot. So I believe that even though um, a robot AI, not robot, an AI program can vomit out 5,000 generic scripts and it could all be good, like caliper quality scripts. And maybe you can get a, com- a computer to draw based on the style of Araki plus Junji Ito plus – who else is a good horror? The, the, the mangaka from Blood on the Tracks, right? But after so much body horror and Parasite, the last maxim you watch, it's only going to – you're just going to be like, eh, like – do I really there, want? There, there is going to be like a plateau at some point, right? Right. Like the, the because limit, there is going to eventually be a limit on creativity. No, and, but only because our human tolerance of generic, yeah, is not is not infinite either. 
exactly. Like there's there's only so many emotions. There's only so many things that a human being can you know find comfort in, right? You can't just all of a sudden because th- there actually is a point where you can't go beyond stuff that you like, stuff that you appreciate, stuff that you hate, stuff that you just hold a massive disdain for. I think like that spectrum at some point you 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 just can't find ways to go beyond that barrier. And it's not so much that we can't continue to create beautiful things, it's just that at some point the level of human appreciation will stop and it will just like reset back to what was generic, what was once good, what was what once worked. I also feel that when there is when AI driven media, for example, anime and manga in this case, is somewhat mainstream, let's just say for argument's sake, right? In this hypothetical situation, I think earlier you mentioned it is the consumers will be very aware of these types of possibilities such that your reputation, be it whoever sourced it to you, wherever you got this anime or manga from, they're just dead in your eyes because they're just like, oh, you used AI to did this? Like, okay, all right, you're just lazy. You're just not, you know, there will be that kind of like discrimination or distinction. Well, exactly. It's, it's like like, a, like I was referring to before, right? If yeah, a company exactly. is just known to make AI produced manga or anime, people will eventually catch on and be like, well, what's the point? Unless if you're upfront about it, in which case then... It's another weird situation, but if you say, oh, I created this, and then people find out that you're a fraud, then you're done, period. Yeah. And I think that kind of self-regulating thing is not only necessary, but it will happen because that's just the way it has to be, or else then everything will just go to shit. Yeah. Like How, how many times have you seen like AI-generated art? Not a lot to be honest right but you've seen them right are you impressed by them fucking impressed as fuck right but that level of appreciation will diminish over time there's like one where it's like here is a realistic photo of a jar and here no it was like oh here are two realistic photos of a jar which one looks nice uh guess what one of them was drawn by an ai oh fuck yeah oh drawn photorealism by the way i'm like fuck yeah it, it, to, uh, at the at the at this moment because we're so young in this ai art ai works kind of world that we are still astounded by the levels of which chat gbt mid journey ai all these different ai bots like the the, the levels that they can reach because we have barely seen the surface i also feel that 3d anime will become more and more of a thing when AI rendering becomes easier to do. I I feel like if you see like 3D AI generated like anime, you probably will still find ways to hate on it because it wasn't orange. (laughs) Listen, listen, Will. If and only if um Chat GBT, what are, what are we calling this anime GBT? I always call it Weeaboo GBT, Weeaboo GBT, Neko GBT, Otaku AI, Otaku AI. If this thing, this AI creates Land of the Lustrous season two, I'm sorry, I will bow down to our techno overlords, and I will, I, I will bite the bullet, and I will, I, I will wave the AI flag. 
I mean, do you remember? No, I'm, I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, mean, like, I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't. I don't think we discussed this on air. I think we were. Do, I, I talked to you about this um, when we were having lunch uh, once. We, we were eating our our, our salmon sushi. Um, that someone actually fed an AI um, the the premise, uh, the full story, the whole plot of um, uh, Vivi, and then asked it to create oh, a sequel. Oh yeah. L- okay, I remember that. You guys should. You listeners, you guys should Google that. Because it is written exquisitely well, except it is so generic as fuck. Yeah, and that's that. That just shows how raw and infant, you know, AI is still in this stage. But give it time, and the results could be either amazing or like terrifying. Hey, I mean, we went from having video games, you know, mentioning Tetris earlier. Uh, do we actually mention Tetris, or is it just an Apple TV Plus? Apple TV Plus, but Tetris is mentioned now, so it counts. Guess what? Uh, It's canon now. We went from just. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say a really shitty joke. The point I'm trying to make is, if Tetris and video games have evolved from back then with the Game Boy, for example, all the way till now, there is some sort of regulation, for example, where people are worried about with like we talked about World of Warcraft, like uh. People are worried to be addicted to video games. And that is a very much a thing. But guess what? Will and I are have lots of friend groups that are into board games. We don't want then therefore be away we want to be away from the screen or we just go out hiking or or do some physical activity so then we spend time purposefully away from screens because we want that outlet. We want that avenue to be away from technology. What was it called? Like, tech, like wire, like technical, technical detox or whatever. Yeah. Like that's a, a real tech, a tech detox. Yeah, that's digital like detox. A, that's a real a digital detox. Yeah, that's a real thing that I think a lot of people now appreciate more and more, especially during COVID when your mental health is of great concern, right? So when your when human creativity hangs in the balance, we will find out some way one way or the other, a way out of it. Because, again, if we don't, it's game over. And if it's game over... The robots win. The robots win. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and then barges in the door and says, come with me if you want to live. And then... uh, It wasn't that long ago when they fucking did that hologram of Michael Jackson and Tupac. A long, long, long time ago. No, Tupac ain't dead. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Let's not open that can of worms. (laughs) But, like, that, that... was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? And people were like, I would not want somebody to create a holographic image of me without my knowledge, without my rights and all that. But that was like discussed in like the like the early 2010s, maybe even like late 2000s. That was a long time ago. And now we're talking about people getting their voices stolen for TV productions, manga scripts and, and artwork that's not even done by hand, uh, anime like background art that wasn't even drawn by a human. We, we we are we, we've already like established that technology accelerates and evolves at an exponential level right to go from literal like green 2d blocks on tetris running on like a one-bit processor all the way till now where you're putting on a fucking vr headset and playing a real-time fucking like first-person shooter at complete like 4k clarity 
people are now talking about 8K, 16K, all that shit. I mean, like, how fast is your internet now compared to, like, five years ago? I remember 56K modems with the little long beep. Did you, did you use AOL, right? No, I didn't. I used AOL. I, I used wish. Netvigator. I used Netvigator, too. All right. You've got mail, that shit, you know? Oh, well, that's, you know, that's AOL and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. But look, yeah. let me... I think we have company, like, either here or arriving soon. So I will give Will the last word before I get into housekeeping. But let me just kind of condense all my thoughts after this hour-long discussion, which can go on for, honestly, another two, three hours. But let's just kind of cut it here for now. And maybe we'll revisit the subject when this comes back into the swing of things. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I think that in the future when there actually are more manga and anime that are created, reduced by AI and, you know, it becomes a little bit more mainstream or at least more talked about, then we'll have a, a much more formulated perspective on it. But at this moment, when we are still very much at, you know, square one, um, you can feel right to be a little bit optimistic or a little bit pessimistic about the usage of AI and how it would actually affect the anime and manga industry. Shit, it wasn't even that long ago we were talking about how streaming wars could play an effect on anime and manga. Now it's, you know, whether AI could also disrupt the industry too. But I think that in a way, it, it just depends on how you view AI, whether you use it as a tool to assist you in your work or you feel that it is the enemy and it's here to take your job and your life and livelihood. But it is arriving however fast, however long, and it will be here to stay until we decide either it cannot stay any longer or we can't stay any longer. I will end it on these summary thoughts, at least from me. Oh, uh, I think things that are like text prompts uh, that are like, for example, light novel based or even visual novel based are now more easily, not exactly carbon copy, but easily mimicable or easily can be fed with prompts such that it can create something that I would consider of substance that can really fool you. When you get to something that is artistic that is or, or drawn, you get to that extra level where yeah, you can do the in-between animation between the frames, but you need the prompts everywhere in like at, at like a staggered interval such that the program or that AI can connect all the dots, right? So currently, it has not gone to that level of creativity. It has definitely not gone to be able to create original content. Sure, it can be original to the point where you can't really analyze which part is generic obtained from where of these 10,000 million sources because the internet's fucking huge. But I would say that that well will dry out, especially when no one creates any quote-unquote new original concepts or content. And then at that point, it is then out of prompts to give. Of course, you can say, well, Jason, I'm out of fucks to give because that can be forever. Sure. But the way it is, is it can either the possibilities are endless or it could just be a couple of possibilities or just zero or a net negative. Right. But it is arriving. Yeah. I think like in terms of like my final thoughts, um, it's always the same. It's always the answer you don't want to hear from us. We are very much unsure of where this direction will go in terms of the usage of A.I., 
and how it would affect anime and manga. And it's simply because we're still so young in this particular phase of technology. We have not seen the full extent of it. And what we've seen so far has been amazing, enough to the point where people are awed by it or horrified by it. And it's only just going to continue to the point where we have another breakthrough. We have breakthroughs every year. And it's it's never going to change because of the fact that, yes, Human creativity can continue to flourish, but there is a point in which either we just stop being creative or we start accepting the creative. But one thing is for sure, that technology will always continue to evolve as long as we accept it as a necessary thing that belongs in our everyday lives. Here, let me help you out, future AI program. If you, for any fucking reason, and I do mean this, any fucking reason make SAC 2045 season 19 or season 3 or 4 uh, on behalf of almost all of the weebs in existence currently we will burn you to the fucking ground you hear me on the other hand on the flip side you make you 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 make land illustrious season 2 I was going to say <laughs> I will suck your ai machinery dick okay I want it why so you, bad. Why are you assuming the gender of the AI? Wait, are you saying that only males can have dicks? You could. The, oh wow! Oh, you. You okay? Now you. You fucked me now. Shit. You can always reach us through our email: jpallet at gmail dot com. That's j p a l e t t e at gmail dot com. All lowercase, all one word. Uh, you can also go on Twitter using the handle at pallet good capital B and capital G, all one word, to tell Will how the fuck did you say that about me hey and your dick I'm sorry. and your dick but you are not a dick uh listeners and you can always tell us all about it on discord through our gap discord server using the invite link that is in the show description you can also check us out we have a website hey if you're a monster girl that Apple also happens to be a fudinari like who hey why not right we welcome everyone to visit www.goodanimepalette.com all lowercase all one word Music credits for this episode are done by real human beings, obviously probably assisted by machinery, but real human beings made the following music. Our intro music is three... Ooh, I almost I almost fucked it up. Our intro music is Overthinking by Dylan Sitz. Not 3XQ. No, that's our AD. Um, our outro music, though, is I Don't Mind Instrumental Version by Particle House. You can support the music artists that we feature by listening to Spotify, Apple Music, or other various music listening platforms. And our royalty-free music was provided by Epidemic Sounds. If you're interested, you can always sign up using the referral link in the show description. Terms and conditions apply. I know, Will, that originally, when we first decided to do this BP, the main kind of catalyst for that was the stealing of the, the, the actors' and actresses' voice, right? That and also, like... The human what, what, credit. What, what what is the limit in terms of just you know telling companies to go fuck themselves? I'm just gonna go make my own shit um, using this machine, using this AI, and foregoing the creative process. I really do think though the the voice thing is unfortunately, and I I'm no disrespect to any voice actors or actresses. To me, the less uh, concerning factor because obviously their livelihood is concerning to them, and any aspiring voice actors actresses should be concerned but i guess it's, it's just the tip of the iceberg it is just a tip because to me the 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 bottom the base of this pyramid this, this abyss right 
Well, it's it's infinite, really. Yeah, you, but you you never know when you reach rock bottom. The creative power that I would say uniquely human beings have, if that gets taken away from us or it gets challenged, that is when things really start to shift, for better or for worse. I would argue for worse, but who knows? Maybe uh, Jason version 3.0 will be like, yo, I don't know what OG Jason was talking about. I like the way that I squeeze this program into my mouth because that's what we do in the future. In- insert it into your brain. No, 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 no. That's what Elon wants to that, do. That, that was 20... 20, no, that, that was 2236 type shit. I'm talking about three one, the year 3155, Will. On Mars. On No, we're in a different galaxy, man. We're in the metaverse. <laughs> R.I.P. Meta. Okay. I think I read that, that's about it then, right? Should I hit the pause button or do you want to ramble a bit? No, no, no. We, what you need to do is you need to grab the AI to hit oh, the pause actually, button. There is one last thing I oh, do want to ask. Oh, fuck. If you could... Using your own AI prompts, create a manga or fix up a manga. Fix, uh, let's, let's, say, let's just say anime, right? If you can create a new anime or modify a existing anime and make it better, what would you do with it? For me, it would be like I would redo all of Tokyo Ghoul, but done in the style of Wit Studio. Okay, so I have to be. With Ken to... Suda as the main voice of Kan Ken Kaneki. <laughs> not Kanahana. Well, Kanahana is still Rize, though, right? Oh, you cannot change that. Okay, okay, thank you. But okay. you might use an AI voice for Kanahana and not actually have her voice act it. I'm so sorry, Kanahana. Hana, it's Hana Kana. It's Hana Hana. No, it's 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 Flower it, it, Kana. Kana. Kana AI, basically. Right, yeah. okay. So this thought experiment or exercise i ha- it has to be a remake or can it be Look, it's, it's you using ai you can do whatever the fuck you want with it so how many prompts do i give or what or do i just like it's up to you the the, the limit is just down to like how quote unquote creative you want to be the year hmm maybe not give a year but this is what i would do human brain ooh Sorry, that is not the prompt. Okay, hold on. Will, I got it. Ready? The modern era where human beings are at a technological advancement to the point where they are starting to lose grasp of their own power. They having infinite possibilities sitting on the top of the food chain only to be challenged by their own creation. Discovering that the one thing that holds them unique is now being threatened. The power of friendship. When you sing a song, a fluoride eye song, all you want to do really is just bring happiness to everyone. You, you, you're just you're you're just reading the, the script for Vivi. So, when you are when human beings are alone. In an apartment complex in the year 2045, as well as having a child that was born in the year 2077, and also it passes the psycho era 
of Sybil. I'm trying real hard to think of other stuff. The only thing we can do is blame the web frame of, I don't fucking know. I would just tell it to regurgitate how to fix this AI problem. That's how, what I would tell it to do. And then the AI will come back and say that AI is unbreakable. But only diamonds are unbreakable. Yep. Man, I was wondering where you were going with this. I actually, yeah, that's the thing. There has been so many AI based, like, like focusing on like technology versus human, like series we've watched that this is all basically a warning for what's to come. And we're living that reality right now. Like, if you want, okay, okay. We, we can go on forever on this, but, and I think at some point we should stop. I but think, yeah, we'll, we'll stop after what you got to say. In my humble human primate primal opinion, okay, cyborgs is going to be the real thing, okay? It is going to be an integration of humans and AI and robots to the point where we're just all one thing. I mean, there was talks about in the future there being a robot football league. That that's very much a reality at some point. But let's not fret on that. Let's just let's just enjoy what we have right now. And then when the time comes that we have to start talking about, who knows? Maybe hey, we'll do maybe we'll do an AS, Will, ASAP twenty twenty seventy seven. Will where we talk it's about? Fine. Yeah. Will all you have to know is does the future have anime? Will it probably will still will. Yeah. They're Are you good. human right now? Yeah, very much. Until, Do you have a sense of taste? Un- until it gets to the point where I can, you know, like synthetically modify myself. So you have anime. You have a good sense of taste. Would the, you say that the good anime palette will forever exist? It will forever exist in the beings and the minds of all of you, all of Will and I, and all of the internet. Uh, I bid you and our techno overlords adieu. Thank you.